Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a monster Monday that we are recording and dropping on a Sunday night presented, of course, by DraftKings. It is a new week. I cannot wait to talk with Dr. Kerry Hastings, a sports psychologist, and more importantly for our purposes, the mental health clinician for the Los Angeles Rams. Man, we have come a long way in a short time as it relates to mental health. I think still have a long way to go, but the teams like the Rams and others that have been at the forefront of hiring people like Dr. Hastings, it has just been fantastic. I'm sure that it's helping the players quite a bit. Quite frankly, I wish we had them when I was a player. It's awesome. Excited about that. Excited about a new spread, the word winner this week, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. Just engage on any of the social media platforms. New sponsor confirmation email winner. Take advantage of any of our sponsors. Then we also have the YouTube shout-out winner that we love, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Just go ahead, subscribe to that YouTube channel, and then make a comment, and you can win a Cameo-style shout-out that people pay 25 bucks for all the time. You can get it for free, which is awesome. Speaking of free, by the way, you've heard me talk about fan tracks the past two weeks because starting next week, we are going to start to announce the people that are in the season-long league with me and Joe Dolan. You want a season-long fantasy league going against your boy? Well, you got it. Just go to Fantrax.com slash Ross. Here's the deal, by the way. It's all free. And for me, you can customize it anyway. That means no defense, no kickers. Just for signing up at Fantrax.com, you're eligible to win a Devontae Adams signed jersey. Even better, this is crazy. I didn't know they were doing this till last week. If you bring your friends and your other leagues from some not-to-be-named platforms, your entire squad will be eligible to win a weekend getaway to watch your favorite team play. I'm sure there will be some arguing amongst your buddies. You'll get over it because you get six grand 
in spending money. Totally free, totally customizable, no defense, no kickers. Only at fantrax.com slash Ross. That's F-A-N-T-R-A-X dot com slash Ross. Awesome. Cannot wait to see who signs up this week and gets to go against me and Joe Dolan. We'll be announcing it on the Fantasy Feast. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. As promised, we are now joined by Dr. Carrie Hastings. I don't think the last time I saw Carrie, she was a doctor. I think she got that over the years, uh, which is awesome. Carrie, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It's an honor and a pleasure, Ross. Yeah, no, it is awesome. I've been wanting to have you on for a long time, really ever since you got the job with the Rams. She's a licensed clinical and sport psychologist and is the mental health clinician for the LA Rams, which is amazing. Mental health is a huge topic. You are right in the middle and the thick of, I don't know, I don't know if you call it an evolution, a revolution or what, but it's a good time for people like you to help people like us, all of us. So glad you could come on the show. And I have to point out how I know Carrie, her husband, Chuck, uh, was a teammate of mine at Prince and actually hosted me on my recruiting visit when I was 17 years old. So I have known your husband for 24 years and I was at Carrie's unbelievable wedding in Hawaii. That was amazing. We still talk about that. So it's good to talk with you and see you. It's been a while. I know it has been a while. It's so good to see you virtually. And yes, we've definitely, uh, we definitely have a history here. And, and um, as long as you're nice to me, I won't bring up any skeletons in your closet that Chuck may have shared with me. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Uh, I promise I will be. And uh, Chuck absolutely knows about a lot of skeletons I have from the college days. So that's, although in fairness, if you brought those up, I could bring up Chuck oh, ones. I'm and sure I think I would win that sure. battle ultimately. Yeah, yeah we um, won't go there. So, um, Carrie, I, I, you know, I guess we'll start with this. How did you get the Rams job? Like, how did that whole thing start? Uh, you know, when they moved out to LA, um, they kind of they they did have some overhaul with just meeting people in different places, and it was really kind of just starting to be prioritized in the NFL in terms of this total wellness concept and and. Um, supporting athletes, you know, as a whole person with holistic approaches to coaching. And, um, and so they were looking for someone to fill that role. And, um, and I, I was a practicing sports psychologist at the time, my office um, is in the vicinity of where their practice facility is. And, and so uh, they had heard about me. I'm, I'm in my area. I'm kind of the only person who does what I do. And I, I also specialize in neuropsychological uh, evaluations. So I've got that kind of knowledge when it comes to, you know, concussion protocol and, and how that intertwines with mental health. And, um, and having been an athlete, I, I've always approached this from both a personal and a professional standpoint um, in terms of what I've learned along the way, what I could have used but didn't have as an athlete. Um, and so it all just kind of lined up. Timing, um, opportunity, preparedness, location, all of that. 
and it was a good fit, I think, for for both sides. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've read rave reviews. I saw I've read a story or two that has been written about you out there in California, which is awesome. Um, I think you touched on it, but I'm sure you get asked all the time. What are your duties for the Rams? Because it sounds like it's it spans a pretty wide spectrum. Yes, and it's grown over the years from when I first started, uh, as it has within the league. Um, I'm proud to say I think the Rams has served as a model for the league in terms of how we've developed our mental health program, our um, our IR protocol, and how we just approach this whole thing. When the CBA was revamped a couple of years ago, um, I remember that some of the league reps came and did a site visit and were so impressed with how we were managing that total wellness approach that they did take some ideas back and, and incorporated it into that new uh, protocol, which in, involved you know mandating that every team had some sort of a uh, mental health resource um, I, being a sports psychologist, also get to kind of blend my mental health support with um, performance enhancement. And, you know, I, I find that they go together automatically anyway. But, um, but yeah, so now I'll do anything from um, I work with all the rookies and give uh, league mandated rookie trainings to kind of prepare them for the league and help them with that transition. I'll give staff trainings. Um, I remember the year that we went to the Super Bowl, everyone come end of January, everyone was so fried and just the stress levels were through the roof. So I did just a staff um, relaxation, educational, uh, you know, workshop with everybody to ground them. Um, and then I meet the most of my time is spent meeting individually with players, um, sometimes coaches and staff, but mostly players and working one-on-one -on -one with them, um, typically on a weekly basis. Um, and then, you know, I'll attend some practices and kind of see if, how things are manifesting, again, both in terms of mental health and performance. And, and then we go from there. You know, it's interesting, Carrie, because, um, you know, and I'm sure a lot of guys are similar, but growing up in high school and college, you know, things generally went pretty well, right? Like they went, you know, in my favor for the most part. Then you get to the NFL and it's just not like that. Plus the, the level of stress and anxiety is more than you've ever experienced before. I can remember, and I've told this story on the show before, you know, we were playing the 49ers. I was in Dallas and it was a critical play and my guy made the tackle and we ended up losing the game. And I'd already been cut once in my time in the NFL. So I spent all night watching every sports center, every local news to see whether or not they were blaming me. Mm -hmm. And I was not able to sleep the entire night. I called my girlfriend, who's now my wife, probably three or four times. I called my parents three or four. I mean, literally, it was almost on the hour. I was freaking out. And, um, you know, I never really experienced that before and I guess I look at it like thank goodness I had those people and I had a really good support system but I think I know and we know there's a bunch of players that don't and I, I, I can imagine it's as valuable as anything for them to just have someone 
to talk through, to talk to about what they're feeling. Absolutely. I think that, you know, this is a resource that was never even considered before and it didn't exist. It wasn't accessible. And and guys go through that all the time. And, you know, I just got back from training camp and it's like the pressure of earning a position of, you know, battling it out with someone to start or get on that roster. Um, and we've got cuts coming up, anxiety about, you know, who's going to stay, who's going to go. It's And then when you get into the season, you know, if you do, if you make a bad play, what's, you know, is that my fault? Am I being blamed? How do my teammates feel about me? All of those things you're mentioning. And the thing is, they, they've, that's always been there, but it's finally being talked about and it's finally being addressed and normalized so that we can then support those players and guide them through it so that they can get back on track sooner and and not feel so culpable and have that just weigh on them for so long. And, you know, it's so important. I And now you see it in all different levels of sport, in different sports altogether. You know, we saw it in the Olympics and, and people are starting to speak out. And every year, every year that I've been with the Rams, I have worked with more people per season every, every year. And, and now I'm starting to see people who come to me when things aren't necessarily wrong and something didn't necessarily go badly, but they want to see me to kind of establish that relationship ahead of time, you know, just in case or, or just for maintenance. You know, I've some guys I've worked with for years now and it's, it's the continuity of it that feels reassuring to them and, and is a comfort that they have that anchor in place. So it just seems crazy to me now that when I played from 2001 to 2008, to my knowledge, there was no one like you for any of the teams. I guess my question is, what was the impetus for this? I don't necessarily mean the Rams. I just mean globally. Like mental health is such a hot topic here in 2021. And I've talked to other organizations that are working on total wellness, that they have mental health clinicians like you, but what was sort of, uh, what what's turned the tide to get us to this point? Was there some big uh, moment that happened? I'm, I'm curious as to what, when this breakthrough happened. It's such a great question because it does kind of seem like all of a sudden this is, you know, top stories on the news. This is all of a sudden a priority. And it really, it has happened rather quickly over the past, I think several years and, and things are being put in place. I really think it's from public figures speaking out. I think, you know, you've seen um, Michael Phelps speaking out between Olympics, not just when he, once he was retired um, about, you know, difficulties he's faced along the way. And, you know, and now, you know, Simone Biles now, and um, so many that are revered for their athletic prowess. And, then, you know, it, it makes younger athletes look at that and say, okay, it's okay to actually be going through something like that and then to seek support for it. And now I think we're reaching a level where not only is it being perceived as okay and not taboo, but it's encouraged. And hey, wait a second, that can actually make me a better athlete. That can make me thrive and bring out the best in me. 
And so now it's actually being sought out. And, and, you know, you mentioned those articles that you read about my work, but that came from the players. You know, I'm, I'm not even allowed to talk about that. And, and I was so proud that now we're starting to see leaders in sport talk about how this total wellness support has, is benefiting them as a whole person, you know, not just as an athlete, and then how they can bring it onto the field, onto the court. And and that's, I think, what we need to have more of as we continue, you know, is, is just having it advocated for from the top down. And, um, and, and I always say this to our team, but, you know, making it cool, making it cool for athletes, especially where, you know, there's such a message of being tough and, you know, sticking it out and, and, um, you know, really diffusing that, that mindset of um, if you have mental health issues, that that's a form of weakness. Yeah, it's totally changed, totally changed. And you, you hinted at it earlier, but you were a high level athlete. I mean, you're a recruited athlete to Notre Dame. I want to say sprinter and, and hurdles. Is that right? You got it. Yeah. Okay. So I guess my question there, Carrie, is how much does that help you? I mean, I, I can't imagine that most of the sports psychologists uh, were athletes. Um, does that help you relate to what they're going through? Having been an athlete helps me so much all the time. And, and I didn't have a sports psychologist. We didn't have one at Notre Dame when I was there. Um, I was a very anxious athlete every meet and about a lot of things. I lacked confidence. I, you know, I... When I look back and if I knew then what I know now, boy, I could really apply a lot of things. Um, now they do. And now most, um, especially the more big time athletic schools, have a sports like at least one sports psychologist on staff. Some like USC has developed a whole sports psychology um, focused program. And so, you know, we're seeing it now at the at levels, you know, collegiate levels. I would love to see it start to enter the high school scene as well. You know, young adulthood is, is such a prime time for the manifestation of mental illness. And, um, you know, I love, though, that often I'll have rookies come to me now and say, yeah, you know, can we set up a, a regular time? I worked with a sports psychologist in college and I just kind of want to keep up with it. And that's so great to hear because you never heard that before. But now because so many of um, the collegiate settings have that in place, athletes who go pro want, want that continuity. But for sure, I mean, whether it's, I suffered a, a season ending injury my junior year. And, and so working with injured guys, I can definitely relate on some level to those feelings of helplessness and frustration and having to be patient with what seems like an endless time period before you're back to playing form. So I draw from my own experience all the time. So I think the last question I have is, probably one you get a lot and this was one of my initial reactions when I heard that you got the job and when even quite frankly when I heard all of these teams were having team psychologists mental health clinicians there's not a lot of trust for players when it comes to management to the point where a lot of times you might have a hometown trainer or a hometown doctor that you go to for second opinions or if something's bothering you, 
you go to instead of the team because you don't want to tell the team because they're going to hold it against you. How many questions or concerns have you gotten from guys that don't want the team to know maybe it's a family issue or don't want the team to think this guy's lacking confidence? we got to cut this guy. Uh, I guess I'm curious about that dynamic, and I'm sure you've had at least a player or two that has questioned you or called you out on it. Trust is such a big thing and it is, it can get kind of tricky. And that's, I emphasize that right off the bat and continually that anyone's work with me is confidential. And regardless of my involvement with the team and the fact that I'm in communication with, you know, the training staff and with coaches and with other folks. Now, depending on what the issue is, I've also had situations where, um, you know, let's say, there's a readiness to play um, aspect. And I never will go and talk to someone um, without letting the player know, without getting the player's permission. I mean, that, and that's just standard clinical practice. And, and you know, to, I will have them sign a release and say, and there, I don't know if I've ever run into where they've not been okay with it. Some players don't want anyone else to know they're seeing me. And, you know, that's fine. And so we work with that. And um, I'll take that into consideration when I'm scheduling them, where I'm scheduling them. I still have my private practice office in town. So if, it, if they want to be that discreet, then I just meet with them at my office. Um, but I don't want there to be any barriers to a player getting support. And often it is. It comes up, you know, sometimes there's conflict within the team or disagreements between coach and player or that's fine. And I reassure them that that's not going to get back to anyone. It's not going to interfere with their playing status. Not from me anyway. Um, it can get a little tricky when especially like if you're dealing with injury or I'm working with the training staff and they even if they've sent the person to me, you know, then sometimes they want to know, you know, how are they doing? How are, where do we stand here with them? Um, and that's where it's just open that, um, you know, I clear it with the player first, have them sign something so that I can talk to those folks. Um, but I definitely, probably more than anything, prioritize that confidentiality piece so they know it's a safe and secure place. Can't wait, Carrie, to hear and see the listener reaction to this. I've been wanting to have you on the show for a while, uh, ever since you got the, the job there with the Rams, because it's such a hot topic. You're right. We just had the Olympics. We're getting into the grind of final cuts and starting jobs and all of that. For people that want to know more about Dr. Hastings, Carrie, and what she's doing, drcarriehastings.com, C-A-R-R-I-E, Hastings.com. DrCarrieHastings.com. I'm sure people will check out the website, Carrie, just to see more about it. I mean, did you, I, you probably didn't even know when you got into it that you were going to be at the forefront of something huge. I think you did it just because you liked it and you wanted to do it. Now it's turned out to be this huge thing. Yes, that's so true. I really just kind of, like I said, from my own personal experience, I've always been interested in sports and working with athletes. And, and I love psychology and the two worlds like kind of was able to put together, but all of a sudden here I am in the NFL and yes, and shaping um, the views of mental health within athletics. So um, I'm very blessed and, and I love my job. 
Thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's so good to see you. Say hi to your girls. I will, likewise. <laughs> well, I knew Dr. Carrie Hastings would be awesome. I also knew when I finally got my shorts and workout shirt from 10,000, that it would be amazing. Seven inch interval short with the liner, versatile shirt, got them last week. I was riding my bike wearing them this week and I had the Raycon earbuds in, had my 10,000 shirt on, my 10,000 shorts on, lightweight, breathable, durable. Here's what's crazy about the 10,000 shorts. I wear them for my 50-minute bike ride. And I'm like sprinting. I'm sweating. Then I go right to the beach with them. Right to the beach. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law call them my All-Americans because they're great for everything. Spinning, short runs, interval training, super lightweight, running, yoga, mobile. It's insane. You you guys got to get these 10,000 shirts. 10,000 or in shorts. The shirts, awesome. The shorts, amazing. 10,000 offering our listeners, that's you, 15% off your purchase. Go to 10,000.cc and enter code Ross Tucker to receive 15% off your purchase. So interesting website here. Make sure you make note of it. 10,000.cc and enter code Ross Tucker. Tucker, my full name. Tucks takes. Hey, Ross, a lot to get to since we spoke when back on Thursday morning, I think. Uh, we'll start with the interaction uh, between Deshaun Watson and the reporters in Houston late last week. Yeah, not good for him, man. I, I mean, Deshaun Watson's coming off the field and he says to the reporters, Why are you guys filming me? It's the same thing every day. Hey, Deshaun, probably just in case you interact and say something that makes no sense whatsoever, like you just did. You're kind of a franchise quarterback that demanded a trade and is about to get indicted by a grand jury. Yeah, they're going to film you. Uh, This was not a smart move by Deshaun. Very interesting that he did this. I don't understand why he did it. And I I would just say, I don't get into the guilty, not guilty. I don't know enough about that stuff. I do know he's not quite the guy I thought he was based on some of the things that have happened over the last six months. Had a trade take place during your game on Thursday night. Steelers traded a sixth round pick to the Jags for linebacker Joe Schobert. Yeah, it's funny, Bri, because it happened during the Steelers-Eagles game Thursday night. But I'm not going to announce that. Number one, I'm doing the Eagles broadcast. Number two, you know, I need somebody to verify. I can't be the one telling thousands of people about a trade. I need that to be confirmed by the teams involved. And it wasn't that night, so I didn't say anything. It's interesting because I thought the Steelers felt pretty good about Devin Bush coming back from injury, Robert Spillane, but evidently not good enough. Now, I think this, the Jags are paying about half of Joe Schobert's salary. I think the Steelers think, okay, we don't know about Spillane for sure, and Devin's coming off the injury. Let's get a known commodity in Joe Schobert. Makes sense to me. 
And I think for three and a half mil or whatever it is, they're happy to lock that in. On the injury front, rookies Christian Darrisaw of the Vikings and Rashad Bateman of the Ravens each had core muscle surgery over the weekend. And Texans put three tackles on the COVID-19 list. Right. So that means one tested positive, two were close contacts. But my understanding, Bri, is you can only be considered a close contact if you are unvaccinated. So that's yet another reason to get vaccinated. I don't, I don't know why you would want to take the risk of being considered a close contact. Doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Uh, we're talking about Laramie Tunsil, Titus Howard. I mean, these are their starting offensive tackles. Are they out for 10 days? It's crazy. As for Rashad Bateman, not good for the Ravens. You know, the one thing they're missing is the passing attack, and they've just missed a lot of time between Hollywood Brown's injury, Lamar Jackson out for 10 days, Bateman now out for a while. And as for the Darasau thing, Bri, I told you, remember, a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, no, June, when Darasau missed minicamp, I said, this is not right. You don't have a January core muscle surgery injury, and now you're not practicing in June because I've had that surgery. I said it. Nobody picked up on it. Nobody nationally. Nobody in Minnesota. I said there's more to meets the eye here. Well, there you go. There was more than meets the eye. Takes. Got some interesting news down uh, where I am, down in the bayou. Saints announced that all fans must present proof of either being vaccinated or having a negative test prior to attending games at the Dome. Well, and if they want proof that they're married, Bri, it's all about manly bands. Manly bands is here to rescue you from an otherwise hellish band-buying experience. They offer your hand the freedom to look how you want it, in just about every type of earthly material imaginable. You know what's crazy? I could not find my wedding band the other night, Brian. The one I, you know, I got when I was married. I was so glad that I have one from Manly Band. I mean, they have gold, wood, antler, steel, dinosaur, bone. Mine is steel. And I was like, man, that would be bad if I can't find my, my wedding band, my original one. But thank goodness I got a second one from Manly Bands, because they're awesome, to order your Manly Band and get 21% off. I know this is a big engagement season, big wedding season. You get a free silicon ring as well. Go to manlybands.com slash Ross. That's manlybands.com slash Ross for 21% off. Manly Band, Bands, the best darn rings Period. As for the Saints thing, how are people down there feeling about that, Brian? I don't know. Haven't asked them. I think it's great, to be honest with you. It's, I mean, it's, it's indoors. Uh, hang on. I'll interrupt you. It's very polarizing. You ask one person, and they think it's wonderful. You ask another person, it's it's the same thing. It's no different than anywhere else in this country of being so divided, unfortunately. But even if you are not in a vaccination or whatever— which, whatever, I think you have to understand that you shouldn't be in an indoor place with people that don't want you to be like that. And you don't have to get vaccinated. Just get a negative test then. I, 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 I guess I don't understand how anybody could dispute this one, right? Like, either get vaccinated, you don't want to get vaccinated, okay. You want to go to the game and be inside with a bunch of people that are vaccinated, get, get a test that proves you're negative that day. Makes sense to me, Brian. Tux takes. 
All right, we've had a ton of preseason games with teams taking the field for the first time this uh, preseason. Any takeaways so far? Yeah, I thought, I mean, obviously we'll talk to Greg Cosell later this week about the rookie quarterback performances. I thought, quite frankly, Dwayne Haskins played very well in my game, Bri. You know, Steelers Eagles, they gave him a lot of playing time. You know, he had one play where he went the wrong way on a handoff. Other than that, he threw the ball very well. Looked like he was in command. His offensive line did a good job. But Zach Wilson did some good things. Trevor Lawrence did some good things. Fields, I thought, was very exciting. Uh, It's a good time for these young quarterbacks. Mac Jones had some positives. I would say really good start overall for these young quarterbacks. Really good start to this week. We'll have the College Draft Podcast and the Even Money Podcast on Tuesday. So get fired up. Might even post Andrew Brandt's Ross Tucker Football Podcast Wednesday edition on Tuesday night. So look out for that one. Shout outs to Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, Vision Comics with an X, and HumanHeadNYC.com, as well as SteakhouseSports.com. Our buddy Chris Aronchek. We're getting closer. Every team has played already. We got week two of the preseason. Your boys on national TV Thursday night. Tell everybody you know. Get excited. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 